ओम नमो भगवते वासुदेवाय ओम नमो भगवते वासुदेवाय ओम नमो भगवते वासुदेवाय परमानो परमा महतोष स्वयं आद्यंतांतर वर्ति just like that the whole chapter is the prayers of the personified Vedas, which are many prayers. So many prayers are there, in which the devotees, they, by their prayer, they establish what is the position of Krishna. Mostly people go to Krishna to pray, give me this, give me that. Dhanamdi, yashamdi, give me money, give me wealth. Rupavati bhariyade, give me a beautiful wife. So many things they're asking for. But the pure devotees, they're praying... First of all, they pray establishing the position of the Lord. A person is addressed according to his qualities. A person is praised according to his qualities. Just like now, the one of the ex-prime ministers of India just died, Muraji Desai. So there will be so many meetings organized and they will praise his qualities. For instance, that he used to drink his own urine. They'll be praising his wonderful activities. Uh, you know that... <laughs> He used to drink his own urine and thought it was very good for health. So, uh, I don't know if they'll be mentioning that in the meeting because it's kind of embarrassing. But anyway, the idea is that they'll be calling the meeting to praise the different people. So this praise, this is properly addressed to the Supreme Personality of Godhead. When one sees the Lord, it is best first of all, to praise Him, even before asking something from Him. Even if one is asking something from Him in pure devotion, it's good to praise, to establish that, yes, I accept you as you are. Here Krishna is described uh, in different ways. These these prayers are describing how Krishna is the Supreme. God is great, everybody knows. God is great, at least those who are inclined to be theistic. They know that God is great. But how he is great, that is described in Srimad Bhagavatam. Therefore, Bhagavatam is described as Bhagavatattva Vigyanam. This is the science of knowledge of God. It's not simply a sentiment. By sentiment, people are approaching God, but they don't have any clear idea. Especially you'll see traveling around in India, you'll find there's no clear idea of God. People have no scientific knowledge of God. Therefore, they think all the gods are the same. And we can add a few more gods here and there, as we like, because there's so many gods, so if we invent a few more, it doesn't matter. uh, We can throw in a few Sai Babas here and a few Ram Krishnas there and uh, mix it all up, juggle it all up and take whatever you like. But that is not scientific. It is not scientific. Scientific means uh, to understand things as they are. That Prabhupada gave the definition, if you see that book, Perfect Questions, Perfect Answers, then at the beginning we find Bob, Bob Cohen, who later became Brahma Tirtha Dasa. 
I think the very first question he asks is, what is a scientist? And Prabhupada gives a very good definition. He doesn't say someone who juggles chemicals or looks through a telescope or a microscope. He says a scientist is someone who knows things as they are. That is the definition of a scientist. So Bhagavat Tattva. Tattva also means factual knowledge. So Bhagavat Tattva Vigyanam, the science of God, is about an actual fact. It's not simply imagination. A few years ago, they had in Life magazine. Maybe you know in America, there's a very famous magazine. Life magazine. So they were asking different people around the world, what do you think of, what is your idea of God? As if God is just whatever you think, it's up to you. You can think whatever you like. So, so many people were saying so many things. and so, Someone was saying, I think, for me, God is the smiling and, the, and laughing of the children in the street. And someone said, well, God, when when I look over at the mountains and the rivers, for me, that is God. And someone, in some boy in India said that, I think it's boring just to have one kind of God. I, I have seven different gods for seven different days of the week, and I worship a different one every day. So, uh, so in this way, people had so many different speculations, as if God is dependent upon them. But actually, they are dependent upon God. That is the science. God means supreme. We are dependent on Him. Not that He is dependent on us. Just like someone says, I don't believe in God. As if just by not believing in Him, God doesn't exist. Just like the rabbit, when the wolf comes to catch, when he can't run away, he closes his eyes. As if, I'll close my eyes, then the wolf will not come, because I can't see him. Just like I remember my little sister, when she was very young, about four or five years old, she used to close her eyes and say, you can't see me. She thought that, because I can't, because she can't see me by closing her eyes, therefore I can't see her. But the actual fact is, uh, the same way people are approaching God. They think whatever you like. If you don't believe in God, well, it's all right. It's all the same. There's no God. If you don't want to, if you believe, it's all right. If you don't believe, it's also all right. If you, if you like, if you like God to exist, that's all right. You can believe in Him. It's good. It's good. Helps to uplift your morality and makes you feel good and peaceful. So religion is good. Sometimes they, they say, yes, religion is a very good thing because it makes, it makes you moral. And then you don't rebel against the state. So we should teach religion just to keep people good. So they don't become criminals. So that is not the purpose of religion. Religion means to understand God. There's no meaning to religion without understanding God. Religion means to know God. That's what it means. But now they take that religion, well, as you like, whatever you like to do, it's all the same. If you like to think Sai Baba is God, that's all right. You can believe Sai Baba is God. And if you like, you don't believe in any God. And if you like, you can think yourself is God. Whatever you like. But that is not scientific. Scientific means we should understand what is the fact. Just like any other any other fact. Vastu uh, began. Knowledge of any substance. God is also vastu. Means a substantial. Not simply imagination. It's not vastu like this is a substance of the material world. But he is a factual. Not imaginary. Is not just uh, some impersonal, practically non-existent idea. But he is factual. Vastavik Vastu. says he is. He is the actual Vastu. He is the actual substantial entity. So just like anything, there is a science to understand it. Just like this microphone, there is a science to understand it. Uh, 
It's not simply by your imagination. You just can't bring any, you bring any stick, just like you play the gong with your stick. You just can't use that as a microphone. Sometimes devotees, they make a joke in the kirtan, they're playing, they, they hold this as if it's a microphone. But it's not a microphone. You can say, you can imagine it's a microphone. And you can make some philosophy and uh, that it's a microphone. You can call it a microphone, but it's not a microphone. It doesn't have the same function. Simply by imagining that it's a microphone, it doesn't function as a microphone. And even the real microphone, even you have to know how to use it. If you don't know how to use it, then you may uh, pick it up, but you don't know you're supposed to plug it into a socket or what's the correct socket. And even when you plug it in the socket, you have to turn it on. There's a science how to use it. And if it breaks, there's a science how to mend it. If you don't know what it is, you might uh, completely misunderstand it. Just like a tribal person from the jungle. If you give them a microphone, they may think, well, that's a good thing for breaking peanuts open with. Or they might think it's good for, I'll hit people on the head with it. Because they don't know what's its proper use. The guys must be crazy. Yeah. So why... This this microphone, there's a whole science. Then if you want to, you could write a whole book about this microphone. Who invented, who this design, how Philips Company came up with this design, and then how they, uh, why they decided to use plastic instead of metal. They made it look like metal to cheat you, but actually it's only plastic. So uh, they must have decided, let's make it look like metal. So people, when they look at it, it'll look good, but it's not good. And how they made it as cheaply as possible... Uh, to, then they calculated the price and the marketing of it. You could probably write a book this big and how they, how they extracted the plastic. They had to go under the sea to get some oil and put in so many different things about this little microphone. Uh, so there's so much information, factual information, not imaginary. The same thing, God, it's not that simply by imagination. God is a specific meaning. Otherwise, why is there a word God or in their different languages? Allah. Bhagavan is, uh, why is there, if it's simply whatever you want it to be, then there shouldn't be a particular word. But there is a particular word, and it has a particular meaning. That's why Sanskrit language we find, Sanskrit means it's perfect language. Because everything is defined. Every word, you'll find a definition. Just like, Vishnur Asya Devata Iti Vaishnava. Who worships Vishnu? Who worships Vishnu? He is a Vaishnava. So like this, every word has a definition. You'll find, just like uh, every word, just like Prithvi is the word for earth. Now why, just they made up some word? No, it has a specific meaning. It means in relation to Prithu Maharaj, who protected the earth. So uh, there's so many names, even there's so many. Or just like the uh, for lotus, there are different words. Jalaja, Ambuja, means who is born from the water. It has a specific meaning. So everything has a specific meaning. So similarly, the word Bhagavan, that has a specific meaning. It's not just that you can call any rascal in the street Bhagavan. You can, but that is misuse of the word. Just like if you call this a water pot, you can call it a water pot, but it's a misuse of the word, because water pot refers to something else. So similarly, the word Bhagavan, that has a specific meaning, Aishvaryasya, Samagrasya, Viryasya, Yashasya, Shriya, Gyanavairangya, this definition was given by Parasha Muni. Specific meaning of the word Bhagavan, one who is complete in all opulences, namely wealth, strength, fame, knowledge, beauty and renunciation. All the opulences in full. 
Prabhupada, he explained everything according to Shastra. Even, you'll see Prabhupada, he was speaking very simply. But he explained everything exactly according to Shastra. Just like on that first film we had. I don't know if you remember that. That, uh, the, uh, now they have the world of Hare Krishna, which is oh, way out, way Hare out Krishna there. People. Before that was the Hare Krishna people. Parts, yeah. That's the first film we had. A year, long time ago. Alavandra is saying, as a student, <laughs> I was not satisfied with life. So anyway, in that film, I, in that film, there's Prabhupada at the airport, and uh, so meeting the reporters, and they're just asking very simple questions. But uh, so he's, he's Prabhupada talking about God. What do you mean by God? So Prabhupada immediately defined, and his explanation seems very simple, but it's exactly according to Shastra. He says that you may have some riches, I may have some riches, but None of us can say that we have all the riches. When you find that person who has all the riches, he is God. So this is exactly, sounds very simple, but it's exactly according to this Vishnu Purana, this Parashamuni, who has got all the riches, all the strength, all the wealth, all the fame, all the knowledge, all the renunciation. That is God. And who is that? Who can, who is the fit person to use that title? That is Sri Krishna. Krishna to Bhagavan Swayam. Nobody else. Even there may be so many great demigods, great, so many great leaders of people, so many great demons, but they cannot be called proper. Only Krishna can properly call Bhagavan Swayam. So this is scientific. Yeah. Bhagavatam is the scientific approach to God. You see all these prayers, Kunti's prayers, Brahma's prayers, especially prayers to the, of the personified leaders. Very, in great detail giving what is the position of God. Therefore, this knowledge needs to be propagated in human society, especially now you're traveling in India. You'll find that people have a sentiment. People are receiving the Padiyatra because they have a sentiment for Krishna or for religious life or for whatever. They have some kind of sentiment. But that sentiment is not enough to bring them to the point of pure Krishna consciousness because by sentiment they follow any fool or rascal that comes along. And Kali Yuga means there are so many fools and rascals. Uh, so they'll be they'll be chanting Hare Krishna. Next day, Swami Bhogasananda will come and talk all nonsense, and they'll be worshiping him also. And uh, some, just like you'll find this uh, Asharam, he's some out of nothing. He's become very common. He's like big guru in India now. A few years ago, you never heard of him. Now he's become. Yeah. Is that a nice beard. He looks yeah. nice. Yeah. Yes, he looks good. Yes, Sadhguru. And he's Sindhi. He's got backing of Sindhi. He's rich people. So he came out of nothing to be a big, big guru. All nonsense. Mayavad. He's God. You're God. Everyone's God. So the people there easily misled. Therefore, this Prabhupada was very interested in this book distribution in India. He all praise, he said, we should make life members, we should build temples, we should go village to village. But in one letter, which I see as definitive, he said our main book our main preaching in India is book distribution. So to give people the definitive knowledge of God, so that people can clearly understand that it's not whatever you like, whatever, just take a Hindu mush mixed up. But here, Krishna is the Supreme Personality of God. This is the message of Bhagavad Gita. Nowadays, people, even Hindus, they don't even know Bhagavad Gita. God say, Kaha, Ham Hindu. Proudly say we're Hindus and we don't know even one word from Bhagavad Gita. And if we do, we heard it from some bogus rascal who taught us that you are God. 
Nothing to be proud of. It should be Sharam Sekaho Ham Hindu. Say it with shame that we are Hindus. Because they don't know. They don't know what is their culture. Such a good culture. You see, traveling village to village. Now you're, you're actually seeing the last of Indian culture in the villages. Because it's going down so fast. Those of us who have lived in India for some years, we've seen it's gone down so much. I, I've been living in India now, for, or Indian subcontinent, Indian area for the last 18 years. I first came 19 years ago. How much it's gone down. In the villages still there's something. But the culture practically gone. Still, even in the towns, there's sentiment. But as far as the real culture, getting up early in the morning, taking bath, going to the temple or doing worship at home, everybody used to do. Now, very, now if somebody does, people think he's a very religious person. But even 20 years ago, if you're traveling on the train, you'd find everyone would get up early in the morning, take a bath, do some kind of, even they wouldn't eat in front of others. They'd bring their own food because they didn't like to take the food. Even on the train, there never used to be even this non-veg food, only vegetarian. Now it's all cooked in the same kitchen and mixed up. So, so many things, so many things. Even like, even five or six years ago, the girls, they didn't, hardly they didn't dress in Western clothes. Five, six years ago. Now every, now you see in the villages, even the women, their hair is all hairstyle. How much the culture's gone down. And Arjun, he said, if the, if the women are spoiled, then that's the, that means everything is spoiled. So that you can see here in India now. So that culture is gone. But that also can be revived by Krishna consciousness. Prabhupada said that I made that book, Message to Youth of India. I collected the main points Prabhupada said about India. So Prabhupada said that even though the Indian culture is practically dead, still it can be revived again by Krishna consciousness. So traveling village to village, you see actually people, they still have a feeling for it. But it's being spoiled by the rascal leaders who want to spoil them. The leaders, they actually want to spoil them. They're very much anxious that all the people should be spoiled and become modern and westernized and in this way go to hell. And we'll go to hell and we'll lead them there also. We'll have our politics. I'll be the prime minister in hell also. Their idea is that. So, but the people, they still have a feeling for that. So this traveling village to village, town to town, giving people some idea. Uh, this is your real culture. Don't waste your life. Uh, smoking, drinking, Illicit sex, cinema, TV, chasing after money. You should be chasing after Krishna. Because Krishna is the Supreme Personality of God. This is your real goal of life. They don't know that their real goal of life is Vishnu. Therefore they're spoiling their life. Therefore we should give them knowledge of Krishna. Especially giving them Prabhupada's books. Speak to the people. Uh, they may disagree. Almost certainly they'll disagree. But if we speak, tell them. Quote Bhagavad Gita. If we speak Bhagavad Gita, the shlokas, people will be very impressed. And especially if we give them these books, then things actually will change. That I've, I've told many times in the 18 years I've been in India also, I've seen a lot of change because of this Prabhupada's book distribution. So many Bhagavad Gitas. Before, it was very, very difficult. Everybody was a complete Mayavad, practically, 99%. Now we can speak. Krishna is the Supreme Personality of Godhead. Mayavad is bogus. And people will listen. They're willing to accept many people. So the atmosphere has improved because of this book distribution and preaching. So we should go on with that as much as possible, more and more. Try to increase this. At least we've come here to this land. We can learn something also. Those are Western devotees. There's so much to learn. Even Vedic culture, whatever there is, there's in India. 
There may be a little bit here, there may be Indonesia. Bangladesh also very strong. But uh, certainly in Yugoslavia, there's no Vedic culture. So he has a chance to learn here about it. You can learn that. You should take the opportunity to learn. And also give. Because the people, they have some Vedic culture, but they don't. What is the goal of that Vedic culture? Krishna. That they're missing. Even they have a little bit, but the real pure devotion, that is being revived by Prabhupada's endeavors is spreading the movement of Chaitanya. So, here in India, it's a very very good for brahmacharis. If you want to stay brahmacharis, just go on traveling preaching in India. Then if you, if you want, then even if you want, if you go back to the West, some brahmacharini may jump on you and eat you up. But, uh, Tiger. Tigress. Tigress, yeah, they come and suck, suck your blood. But, uh, but if you want to stay Brahmacharya, it's very good. Stay in India, preach, become uh, strong in Krishna consciousness, take, take advantage of so many nice holy places. You may also time to time, place to place, you can meet many nice saintly people, take bath in so many rivers, chant, spread the holy names, town to town, village to village. So good for you and good for others. That is, Sankirtan If you if you preach Krishna consciousness, good for you and good for others. So this is an opportunity we should take. Read these books, understand these books. Don't become a Hindu. Come to India. Don't get merged into all this kitchery. Be Krishna conscious. Don't become mixed in. Oh yes, everything's okay. It's all the same. Don't think like that. The atmosphere is there. But we have to... Make our own atmosphere of pure Krishna consciousness by being absorbed in philosophy of Krishna consciousness given by Prabhupada. Fix strongly on the point. Because so many people come, oh, please come to our Sai Baba temple. Uh, please, this, that, you may ask us. They want, hmm? They want us to do so many things. So we can go, and if we go there, we'll tell them, Krishna is the Supreme Personality of Godhead. You're wasting your life doing all this nonsense. Now change. We can go anywhere for preaching. But that doesn't mean that we say, yes, yes, everything you're doing is very nice. Yes, yes, Sai Baba is very nice. Actually, it's better we don't go, please. Demigod, of course, that's also within the Vedic culture. But even then, we should tell people clearly. Otherwise, we're cheating people. If we go to a place and we just say, yes, yes, everything you're doing is nice, then we're cheating them. Because our duty is to tell them that uh, if you're not surrendered to Krishna, then you're wasting your life, you're spoiling your life. That's our duty. That's why That's why devotees go from place to place, to tell people the truth. Not simply, ah, very nice, and they praise you, and you praise them. They say, oh, you're very nice, Swamiji. Oh, you're very nice. And they give you some lassie to drink and you smile and go away. That's cheating. <laughs> and you, have, you take the lassie, but you have to give sauce back. <laughs> At least we have to speak clearly. Otherwise, it's just a mutual praising society. That the Kamis are doing. You'll find Rotary Club. <laughs> Alliance Club. They'll stand up and say, well, I'd like to praise Lion so-and-so. He's so wonderful and he's so great. And then the next guy will stand up and say, well, I'd like to praise. And this way they go around. This is their Lions Club meeting. And they just one praises the other, and then they all eat their chicken. So they all get together in the name of social service. And they, every social service they do, whatever they do, 50% of the budget goes on big signboard to say, in praise of so-and-so who gave the money for this. So it's all nonsense. Mutual praising society. So we should uh, give people also philosophy. Distribute books and tell them. Tell them very clearly, Krishna is the Supreme Personality of Godhead. If you don't worship him, holy and solely, then you're spoiling your life. Hare Krishna. Is there any question? Because last night, he's a trustee of the Medicaid Review. He's a secretary and a trustee. 
like one good thing about all this hodgepodge is very good for us because they'll welcome you nicely. Yeah. Close to you do it then, you know. Yeah. For PC point of view, it's wonderful for us because we're practically yeah, anywhere. Oh, it's so nice for us. Well, last night is when he was he was um a little proud of uh, they're gonna plant trees here. You know, there's empty land here in front of the temple. Mm-hmm. We're gonna make a little forest because it's been like Vrindavan. Mm-hmm. Been planted. He gave about twelve different types of trees. This tree, that tree, this tree, that tree, that tree. Mm-hmm. So I'm just saying, oh, very good, very good, very good. Yeah, what the then you can name it Madhuban, you know, or Vrindavan, or something like that. You can see there are words here, and lots of them. They have some competition between these Krishna Mukti and the little craft and everything. Like sentiment is there, something is there, the women is there, but they yeah. need to be casual, yeah. properly. Yeah. And you see so many photos on the board. This Swamiji's been here, that's for this one, Mataji Swamiji from Kashi's been here. And they're all... Yeah, a lot of prestige. Yeah, you know, and there's albums, photo albums, full of all the visitors and programs. And, you know, and this is only one society. It's like, it's like social prestige. Some people have the Lions Club, and some people have the Brajamandal, so much. But at least something's connected to Krishna. And so something is different. Thousands of societies and so many districts and thousands of different things. Yeah. Yeah. So something, a sentiment is probably a good example like a dead elder. Right. Because I look. Not a happy lockdown. Not a happy lockdown. Not a happy lockdown. You get the hospital skin. I mean, that's still a happy lockdown. So, you have to, right. Christian conscience have to bring dead elder from back to life. Yeah. Like love of books. You can actually hear Prabhupada Chandra sometimes just sitting out here. But still, we have to hear. Love of books is a mean. Yeah, love of books is a mean. Prabhupada Chandra, yes, we can hear. But like you mentioned, anytime you write it, it's very impressive to the people. Guru ka adesh ni palan ni karte to achitara pragati ni kar sakte. Any other question? Hare Krishna. Jai Srila Prabhupada. Srimad Bhagavatam ki. Jai. Jai. Hare Krishna. Hare Krishna. Krishna Krishna. Hare Hare.